Welcome to the Let's Have a Word podcast. This podcast was created to help students and adults in their daily lives, to encourage them to be in the Word more often, and to share their Savior more frequently. So come along now, and let's have a word. All right, everybody, welcome to this special episode today. It may sound a little different, and... That is because we have a guest today. It's our first ever guest on the Let's Have a Word podcast. We have Pastor Mike Novotny here. You may know him from Time of Grace Ministries or books or other things. He's, he's quite the busy guy, so I'm going to let him introduce himself and give him a little bit of time to let us know what he's all doing for the ministry. Cool. What's up, Nathan? Thanks for... Uh... Thanks for having me. I'm uh, haven't been on a ton of podcasts before, so I appreciate your invitation. Uh, yes, I'm a I'm a pastor here in Appleton, Wisconsin, at a church called the Core, and I'm the lead speaker for Time of Grace Ministry, like you said, which is a a ministry that well, we were blessed to connect people to the Word of God 50 million times last year. So. Wow, super, <laughs> super. That's, crazy. A, that's a big number. <laughs> we're wrapping my brain around that. So yeah, God's just using our little church and uh, the big news of the gospel. So I also work with a group that helps people with pornography called Conquerors Through Christ. Um, married for 17 years now. Holy cow. How old are you? Are you like 18, 19? Yep. I'm 18 this year. I'm a freshman at MLC, so. Wow. So I've almost been married as long as you've been. I took my vows when you were filling your diaper. (laughs) (laughs) That's pretty crazy. Yep. Yeah. I got two daughters, a 11 year old and almost 13 year old. Um, So yeah, life's good. I'm really, uh, really blessed and excited. Love doing what I do. So thanks for having me on today. Oh yeah. I, we really appreciate you coming on too. So today's episode we are going to be talking about what you said with Conquerors Through Christ and dealing with addictions. So I'm just going to ask you a question and let you kind of run with it. Um, what can one do who is dealing with addictions, whether that's to pornography or alcoholism or drugs? What can, what can they do if they're dealing with that? Yeah, good question. Um, yeah, I'm glad. I'm really glad you're talking about this because I, I think part of my answer is talking about it. Um, so my my connection with Conquerors Through Christ came back from my own addiction to pornography that I struggled with for m- many many years, and I think what I what I learned from my own experience was that the best way to deal with an addiction that kind of has its has its grip on your heart is to drag it kicking and screaming out into the light. So, you know, when I was really struggling with porn and I'm talking like every other day was a good week struggling with porn. Um, I prayed about it. I cried about it. I even, this is before your time, but I had my own like CD that would help me repent of like sad Christian music that I put on. Oh like, boy! <laughs> I felt bad. Like I did it again. I, I mean, to this day, I could recite to you 1 Corinthians 6 on sexual immorality, 1 Thessalonians 4, Romans mm-hmm. 7, what a wretched man I am. Like, I 
read the Bible, memorized the Bible, knew the Bible, prayed to God, repented. But at least for me, I didn't see any substantial change with my addiction until I brought it into the light and let God use other people to help me. So for me, it was coming out to a professional counselor. It was confessing to a, a close Christian friend. And while it wasn't like a light switch that the temptation stopped, <clears throat> that was just the, the game changer for me. And for a lot of other people, I've seen the same thing happen. When we let people forgive us in Jesus' name, encourage us, pray for us, like that's one of the best ways to be healed. Yeah, that's, I actually did not know that that was, that this was a problem for you. So that's, that's really interesting. Yeah. Yeah. And I think that helps for coming from someone who's dealing with it for other people too. Um, I know one thing that I've said is very important is like being vulnerable and that I was, one of my plans was to come up with an episode later about it. Um, but I guess, since we're talking about it, how important is it to be, to be vulnerable to people yeah. with your, with what you're going through? Yeah. Um, my short answer is it's supremely important and it is <clears throat> equally terrifying. So, you know, all of us have that. It sounds good on paper, right? Um, James five verse 16 says, confess your sins to one another and pray for each other so that you may be healed. Uh, Proverbs twenty eight thirteen says, the one who conceals their sins does not prosper, but whoever confesses their sins and renounces them finds mercy. So, I mean, those are my two, like, God can forgive us just if it's, we're just praying to him in the quietness of our own heart. But rarely will God heal us until we bring other people into that battle so they can fight side by side for us. But man, what, the, the devil is so good at convincing us that people would be so mortified and embarrassed and ashamed that we just, let's just try again playing. So that's what I've really seen. I, I was just counseling a young woman from our church who's struggling with bisexual pornography. And, you know, I was totally chill with her. Like, yep, people at our church struggle with this. You're not weird. This is normal. I'm glad you're repentant. You're forgiven. Let's get other people involved. And her, you know, the devil kind of convinced her, no, no everyone is going to think I'm so disgusting. Mm -hmm. And I said, do I think you're disgusting? Well, no, Pastor Mike, but you're the only one. <laughs> like, no, I'm not. Oh, my goodness. I'm, I'm definitely yeah. not. Dozens and dozens exactly. of people who, I mean, they're good, compassionate Christians who care. They want to help. So, uh, yeah, sorry for babbling. But transparency. Oh, no, ability, yeah. it, it, it is just the path that God uses to help people who are battling sin. Yeah. And it's kind of interesting because I've, um, as we're recording this podcast here, uh, we're in the time where I'm actually talking through the podcasts that are out right now about fear. And that's what I'm talking about. And it's really, I, I feel like for people who are struggling with these addictions, it's, getting past that fear and the devil tries so hard, like you said, to instill that fear in you that people are going to look at you as like, and identify you with this problem rather than seeing you as someone who's sinful, just like they are. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. In lots of our churches, 
in the the liturgy, we say things like, "Surely I'm sinful from birth. I'm altogether sinful." Like we we say that publicly, but we just don't want to like put details to it. You know, so we have this like really great culture of going on the record of saying, hey, I'm not a great person. Um, I'm saved by the grace of Jesus, but I got issues. So I think it'd be really good. The, the more and more we can do this, I'm hoping, and I think your generation is better at this than mine, just being vulnerable and transparent. Like, hey, the Bible says we're all sinful. We can admit that. We're not proud of our sin. We want to fight it, and we just need help to go to war against it. And that's why I'm telling my brothers and sisters about it. Yeah, and going back to the liturgy, there's there's a reason there's confession and absolution in there, right? I mean, <laughs> there's a, it's because we're all we and it's it's beautiful and um so we have as you might remember up here at MLC Compline services. Mm -hmm. Those my favorite. That's my favorite chapel service all week up here. But they do a big emphasis on the confession part of it. And it's it's amazing to see the pastor confess his sins, which like it's just the pastor, which like in this liturgy, whereas normally it's just all as a group. And that really like hmm. speaks to the the oneness of that we're all sinners and that we all need a savior that's yeah. Well, true. You think of that when, when a person is an alcoholic, they'll go to AA and sit with a group of people and confess, hey, my name is Mike and I'm an alcoholic. When someone has PTSD, they'll go to other veterans of the military and counselors and stay what they're struggling with. Um, when geese want to fly <laughs> out of New Old Minnesota and get mm -hmm. this warm for the winter, they don't just do it all one individually <clears throat> like just the the way things work in every area of the world is the power of a group of people and that's really really important for us um you know martin luther even though he said you don't need a, a priest to be absolved and go to heaven he still was a huge fan of like talking to the pastor about your personal sins um so maybe we've kind of lost that in our I want to put on a good front. I got my Instagram page that I want to look good. So maybe that's hard for us, but man, if, uh, if I can make a list of a hundred things to help people who are addicted, numbers one through 74 would be tell someone and keep telling someone. <laughs> yeah. And, um, going back to the Bible, how many, I don't know how many times, Jesus says, confess your sins. And like you said, those two passages that you said, there's many more also that, you know, highlight confess your sins. So it's just, I mean, it's in there for a good reason, obviously, because yeah. it's helpful for, for people. So, yeah. Yeah. Think about that. The New Testament letters talk about orgies, prostitution, lust, sexual immorality, like same sex attraction, that stuff to the apostle Paul was not so shameful or to the Holy spirit. They put that stuff in the orgies are talked about multiple times in the Bible. Yeah. Right. So if, if we have some modern American church culture that says, Oh, like we can't talk about that. Mm -hmm. Like, well, we all scriptures, God breathed all of it. And it's useful. Well, it just kind of says, and if I, 
for being transparent. Okay. Sorry to interrupt you, but just to add to your point, if I remember correctly, there's a passage in Proverbs that says there's nothing new under the sun mm. when it comes to, to sin as well. Yeah. Yep. Very true. So I, I think that's just a good nudge for us to like, hey, we love, we, we love the Bible. We love people. The Bible's not embarrassed to talk about some stuff, so we don't have to be embarrassed either. Let's be the family of God that can encourage each other, forgive each other in Jesus' name, and we'd be about 10 steps down the road when dealing with addictions. So I don't know if you've, there's a lot of, lot of good information that we've talked about. Um, so if I, if I know someone that is dealing with addiction and stuff, like how can I, how can I help them? I know it's, it's good for them to um, confess their problems to me, but how can I help them get through their addiction? Hmm. Yeah. Um, the founding pastor here at the core, uh, Pastor Ski, he's down in Texas now. He always talked about getting into the ditch with people, which I, I love. I love that. Like if you, if you really want to help someone or love someone, it is. It's not going to be simple or easy. And I can't give you like three steps for. Hey, between class, here's a three-minute way to <laughs> help your addict friend. Mm -hmm. Like, man, loving someone takes a deep commitment. Um, and so, you know, making a commitment, you can't do this for everyone of your friends or everyone on campus, but just this is one guy that I'm going to pray for every day this month. Um, James 5 says, confess your sins to each other and pray for each other so that you may be healed the prayers of a righteous man are powerful and effective. So I think God's kind of giving us the first step here. Like, man, when you pray for someone constantly, that has healing power. The spirit uses those prayers and they're effective and they make a difference. Um, so I'd start praying for people, checking in with people, texting people, encouraging people. Um, and habits can really change in 30 to 90 days. So I would love for brothers and sisters in the faith to make like that kind of short-term commitment with a little intensity to it and see if we can't make some progress in a certain area of our sanctification. I agree. Yeah. I think, I think, I think it's really important to, to look, look out for your, you know, your friends, your neighbors, family members, make sure you know what's going on with them because that's the, the only way you can help them because like we said, it's it's really hard to to tell someone that you're going through this. Yeah. Yeah, I should have added that. And second. I know. Yeah, go ahead. Yeah, so I have a accountability partner. I check in weekly, and we just know each other, and so we have some very direct, black and white. It's not how was your week, or, hey, how's your? <laughs> it is like. How many, how many alcoholic drinks did you have this week? Did you look at anything you'd be embarrassed to tell me about this week? Um, how many hours did you sleep this week? How, you know, did you, so it's really direct like that. In my experience, even after confessing to someone, you can be kind of embarrassed about it. So you kind of, you beat around the bush and oh, it was a good week, not perfect, but a good week. So I think just in love, like forcing the, the sinful nature to give up the truth 
asking really direct questions out of compassion and concern, mm -hmm. uh, that can be really helpful too. Yeah, so I guess I'm gonna use a little picture that I thought of here. So um, just to like rephrase what you're saying sort of. So I guess rather than beat around the bush, you're better off to dig that bush out and go into that ditch with that person and ask those hard questions rather than ask the shallow ones that, you know, you barely uncover the roots of that problem. Yeah. I like that analogy. It's easy to drive over a weed with a lawnmower, but the weed comes back really fast. Yep. It, you got to get your hands dirty exactly. and to work to, to rip that out, but it, it's worth it. It leaves you with something more beautiful in the end. All right. I think we have a lot of good information for people. Um, I want to finish with, uh, as you said earlier, you worked through uh, Conquerors Through Christ. Um, is there some resources on there for if I'm struggling with addictions myself or if I know someone is and they've told me how I can proceed? Yeah. Yeah, we have a brand new website, uh, conquerorsthroughchrist.net. Um, you can find things like the five steps to a porn-free life, a series of videos. We have a whole guide about doing accountability in Christian community. Uh, we have stuff on preaching on pornography, Bible classes, uh, recovering in your relationship from pornography. There's a book that I wrote called From Dirty to Dancing. So if you go to conquerstochrist.net, click on resources, you'll find more stuff and you'll know what to do with. Awesome. Thank you very much, Pastor Mike. This is this has been a lot, a lot of good information for people, and I, I hope they can use it. Um, thank you very much for your time. It was a blessing to have you. And um, I'll let you say your last words, and then uh, let people know where they can find you as well. Perfect. Yeah, thanks for having me, Nathan. This is a, I love talking about this stuff, and I appreciate people like you having the courage to talk about this stuff. I think it's going to make a big difference uh, a generation from now in, in God's church. Yeah, if someone wants to connect with me or find out what I'm up to with uh, Time of Grace, they can just go to my Instagram page at Pastor Mike Novotny, and you can join a whole bunch of our friends there and uh, hopefully get a little encouragement for your faith too. Awesome. Thank you very much. Thanks, Nathan. Thank you for listening to the Let's Have a Word podcast. This podcast is available on almost every streaming service available, and you can even listen online at anchor.fm slash let's have a word. If you have any questions or comments, please do not hesitate to send an email to let's have a word podcast at gmail.com. You can find us on social media platforms like Facebook and Instagram at let's have a word podcast. And please, please share the show with others. It's the only way that we can get our word out there. Thanks again for listening. And now, go have a word with God and share that word with others.